Hello Bullshitters, apologies for those of you who downloaded this first thing on Bullshit Monday. You may have noticed there are a couple of minutes of audio missing at the beginning. That's now been fixed. Editing is bullshit. The audio is from a backup, so it's not quite up to our usual high standards, but it kicks in very soon. Oh, and just while I'm here, Amy mentions later on that she ran up a bigger hill than I did. She didn't. I checked. Amy is bullshit. Welcome to Running is Bullshit. I'm Stuart. And I'm Amy, and you're listening to the podcast that loves to hate running. And this week, we particularly love Tony O'Connell, Matthew Ware, and Rob Smith for buying merch. Yep, it's great to be getting rid of all these buffs. Yeah, ching ching, absolutely. We're in the money now. And it's only a few weeks left until Christmas, and there's only two buffs left. So get your orders in. Yeah, definitely. You don't want to disappoint your beloved ones on Christmas Day when they don't get a Running is BS buff. Can you imagine how devastated they would be? Oh, God, it would ruin Christmas. It would ruin Christmas. Um, our top fans this week on Facebook, thank you very much to Paul Garrens, Tori Richards, Rachel Bentley, Holly SBC Caller, Sharon Fox, obligatory mention Liz, the Earl of Chewksbury, Irene Bosco, and Tessa Haverly. They've liked and commented, I guess, on Facebook what? or something. The Earl of Chewksbury. Well, his name's Earl Chewksbury, but I think it's funny to say the Earl of Chewksbury. <laughs> of course, of course. That must be his name on, on Facebook or something. So do we know what actually makes somebody a top fan i'm still no, i haven't looked it up confused by this okay no, there <laughs> wasn't an interview process then not as far as i'm aware well i didn't do it unless have we outsourced that i don't think i'm not sure we'd have to talk to the hr department okay i've chatted to bobby because she deals with all that yeah yeah of course <laughs> she's cross-platform <laughs> so amy following your fairly disastrous few weeks before the last episode how disastrous have you the last few weeks before this one been uh, in terms of disasters and, and crazy events, quite minimal, I'm afraid. I don't have any insane stories. Which okay. I suppose Has it been drier? Drier, like weather-wise or... Uh, just well, you-wise. You <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it's been a lot drier. Um, good. That's I haven't, good to hear. I haven't been running, spoiler alert. And I noticed that lots of people have been following me on Strava since I said don't follow me on Strava because I don't run. <laughs> yeah. um, I've had lots of followers, so I feel very accountable and guilty. Uh, I mean, it took until about last Wednesday to feel, or this Wednesday, I've totally con- lost track of the weeks, but whenever, um, to feel normal again after being so unwell. Who would have known? Not eating for three or four days can really yeah. take it out of you. And then just, that, yeah. yeah, then just real life bullshit getting in the way, you know, really, oh, really no. busy. I know, I know. What we Not need life is, is bullshit again. Yeah, we need to sell more buffs so I can finally quit my job and I don't have to do anything else apart from run and not prepare for this podcast. I mean, yeah, if we can sell like 10 or 15 every single day. Yeah. We, we, we yeah, uh, Amy could retire. Yeah. If that's all right. If we that's... can keep doing that and indefinitely as well. Yeah, that's our next goal. Or if you just want to donate to the podcast and donate my salary to the podcast, then um, that would be fantastic. Yeah, if you just want to leave us a bag of money somewhere and just let us yeah. know where it is, we'll we'll go and pick that up. It, that it, seems you'll legit, you'll get better content because I will run more. I mean, well, you'll run. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll actually run. <laughs> so something to consider. <laughs> so lots of people loved your shift vomiting story last time, and a few people were eating while listening to the podcast, and they learnt their lesson. Uh, to be fair, they should have known at some point we were going to talk about poo. We talk about poo pretty much every podcast, don't we? All the, t- it's all the time. Yeah, poo, sick, we, you know, all the bodily functions. It's our favourite thing to talk about, so they should have known. Exactly. I mean, you're a runner. I mean, are you really a runner if you don't casually talk about shitting with your mates? Yeah. If, you, if you're not squatting down in the field somewhere doing a poo while eating a sandwich on the way through a 16-mile run, are you even a runner? Exactly. 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 So, Stuart, do you have more content for the podcast than I do this week? What have you been up to? Mate, I've got loads. You know, last time I finished by saying, ah, oh, it's winter now, there's nothing going on, I've got nothing really lined up for the rest of the year. Complete lie. Um, I, as it turns out, I kind of immediately looked at my calendar and realised I had four races in the next four weeks. So what I actually had left was the busiest month of my entire year. So that was good. <laughs> so I'm bullshit, basically, and I apologise for that. The first one I had was um, a hilly, kind of mixed terrain race in deepest, darkest Carmarthenshire somewhere. It was like one massive hill. It was really foggy at the top when we got lost. That was fun because it wasn't that well marked. It wasn't any marshals. 
Um, I nearly broke my ankles on the way down. And unfortunately, someone made me race them at the end, which I, oh, it's just, I was so not up for that at the end of a really hard, hilly race. Someone just got alongside me. I'm like, oh, fucking hell, right, I'm going to have to race, you know. And it was a little sharp kind of uh, incline at the end and a few, like, twists and turns. But luckily, I got around one little hairpin, had a little kind of glance over, and he'd backed off. Oh, thank fuck for that. So I could just jog it in over the line, but that was not that fun. Massive hill on that. That was good. And weirdly, just in the middle of nowhere in Carmarthenshire, in what was called a holiday centre, but what looked a lot like a borstal, if I'm honest. It was just the strangest... <laughs> damp little long huts with uh, like a big area at the end like a lounge but what had which had a bar in it and at the end had like a glass wall and a swimming pool which was empty and they'd lined all the floor with like some kind something to protect the carpet which was just all weird and fluffy and taped to the floor and it just looked so completely bizarre this place and this well, was you, you stayed there no, God, no. This is the race HQ. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so we were just hanging around there. And unfortunately, there's a load of fucking children just playing on this stupid little basketball thing and just throwing things around and being dicks. But the only other option was sit outside in the cold and the rain. So, ugh. So the race itself, that was great. And again, that was a race that was eight quid. I love that. Unfortunately, that race, I managed to pull my shoulder. I don't know how I did that. And so, like, for the rest of the week, I've had a really bad shoulder and bad neck. Uh, so I've been doing that thing. You know, it's always hilarious when someone hurts their neck and when they turn around to look at something, they have to turn their whole body yeah. to look around at a thing. <laughs> that's always funny, apart from when it's you, especially when you have to drive to work. That's not great. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't go to the gym this week, so I felt a bit lazy. Um, but uh, what was it? when are we now? Sunday. Yesterday, I did the Blorange again. The Blorange is back. Delicious. I know. We talked about it in like episode five, I think. And I just talked about how utterly stupid and traumatizing it was and how I'd never do it again. You'd have to be an idiot to do it. And it got to a few months ago. I was like, you know, I think I think I might do it again. And it was kind of, I, don't, I can't decide whether it was worse or better than I remember. I think it was worse than I remember because I think it's just that thing about pain. You don't remember how bad something was. I looked at it again. It got some stats for you. It was 400 meters of elevation in under the first mile. So in less than a mile. 400 meters up i i i climbed up a hill in in snowden that was steeper than that <laughs> try a thousand foot of elevation in half a mile i mean a thousand okay in half a mile so a thousand feet is less than 400 meters but okay yeah but you weren't and this was i was in a race though so you know whatever. and i was unprepared i thought i was going out for a little joint just, just saying all right all right just saying <laughs> fine um so that was horrendous and Unfortunately, on the way back down, it was down a different way, which was slightly less steep. But I love running downhill, but that just wasn't running. I don't know. You can, it's called fell running, but there's really very, very little running involved. Like to the top of the hill, I basically walked. Down the hill, it was just breaks on all the way down, quads screaming. I slipped a bit. I kind of just skated a bit on my shoes, fell on my ass for a bit. So, yeah, I, I like downhill running, but that was it was too steep to run properly. So it was one of those ones of now. I was traumatized last year, didn't want to do it. This year, I'm like, yeah, I'm probably done with it. I might not want to do it again. Um, there's another one in a couple of weeks, though. I'll talk about it at the end. Um, oh, and a thanks to Bullshitter Neil for saying hello at the start. That was very nice. It's always nice to meet someone. And he said he listened last year and didn't expect to see me here again. So, you know, there I was. I gave it a go. And I looked at the results. Someone recorded the times at the top of the hill as well. And I was the 49th fastest up the hill. I was the 49th fastest down the hill, which is really boring. (laughs) It's so annoying. I thought I was decent downhill. I I usually think I'm quite good downhill. But apparently I'm just as good uphill as I am downhill, which is not that good. Consistent. Yeah. Consistently shit. (laughs) Cheers, Amy. That's cool. (laughs) And good news from last week, as we talked about, I bought the tea subscription. Hey. Hopefully that will sound disgusting in people's ears. Yeah, 10 quid a month for some tea, and I got some gingerbread chai, some salted caramel lip cooking, and some hazelnut rocher, which is like hazelnut and chocolate tea. Um, I'm enjoying the gingerbread chai now very much. I definitely need to look at this, because I wasn't expecting it to just be 10 quid a month. That, this sounds like a paid promotion, it's not, I wish it was. But that's that's pretty cheap. Yeah, I even tweeted them and said they could sponsor a sweary running podcast if they wanted i thought that was an obvious link and they just never got back to me which is odd rude anyone's got any contacts in bird and blend tea uh, let us know <laughs> seems pretty likely that might happen um so yeah our, our tea game now uh, updates for the podcast are going to be much much more exciting some lovely red bush uh, gingerbread chai
Sounds delicious. I've just got water again this week, so I need to up oh, my... Oh, You know why it is? You know why I've only got water? is because I think I've pretty much ran out boring. of my... I've pretty much ran out of my loose leaf tea blends, so... You had I a whole need... shelf. Exactly, but I drink a lot of it, and I drank way too much this morning, but um, I'm a bit jittery. Uh, but yeah, I need to invest in a tea subscription, I think. I think you do. We also had a comment left for us through Podbean, which I didn't even know you could do. I just got this notification I'd never seen before. So spank, thanks to Spanks too. Thanks to Spotty underscore dog sixty five, love the username, who asked if running his BS T blend could be added to the merch. That's not a bad idea. I think that might be a question for our listeners. If we were to make a running as BS T blend, what flavours would it be? <laughs> it's worrying calling it like bullshit tea though. Do, does yeah, anyone yeah, want yeah. to drink bullshit tea? Yeah. Mm. So if any any sort of tea connoisseurs and, or otherwise want to suggest some flavours or some blends and why, you know, uh, let us know. We would have to do extensive testing, of course. Of course, yeah. <laughs> Perhaps our contact with with the tea company, could uh, we could work together and, you know, we could make something. Exactly. And get exactly. them like three extra customers. This would be mutually beneficial for both of us, I'm sure. This works for everyone. This is genius. Well done. Thank you. So, last episode, well, we mused last time whether anyone actually gets disqualified for wearing headphones in races. And Nicola Ford duly obliged our sense of schadenfreude. Um, she got in touch to say, my friend Vicky got DQ'd for wearing headphones, so it does happen. It was the Guy Fawkes 10 miler. You'd like the race, as the three huge hills have affectionate names on boards at the bottom of them. They are called the Swinecliff Swine, the Burst with Brute, and Nicola's favourite, for Fork's sake. <laughs> they told her once she'd crossed the line she wouldn't be in the results, and she wasn't. Um, she continued, My favourite no-headphones moment was at the Great Yarmouth Half Marathon, where we were told in the run brief that snipers were out on the course to take out anyone wearing headphones. But don't worry, if you've got headphones on, you won't hear the bullet coming. At least no moment of panic before death for headphone wearers. Thank you very much, Nicola. Yeah, I do feel better about that, that some people do get disqualified for wearing headphones. And of course, I have to mention, because I'm sure Paul Cole is listening to this, and he'll already be thinking, you wouldn't actually hear a sniper's bullet coming anyway, because it travels faster than the speed of sound. So, you know, headphones wouldn't help in either case. Just saying. Oh, oh great <laughs> Great yarn of half, need to get it right. <laughs> I'm really desperately trying not to say anything about the Great Yarmouth Half and how awful that must have been, but I'm from Norwich, so I'm allowed to say things like that. We've also had an email, love the uh, long form, and it's not really long form, but more traditional forms of getting in touch with us through information technology. It says, hi, Amy and Stuart, I drive to and from work and I run outside of work. Therefore, I don't often walk very far. Today, I had to drop my car off at the garage for an MOT and then walk to work. This allowed me to discover one thing. Walking is bullshit. Now, I'm not a fast runner, but my run is so fast compared to my walk. That's pretty much what running is a lot of the time, isn't it? That's literally uh, the point, yeah. <laughs> walking is so bloody slow. I could see every damn crack in the pavement as I slowly crawled at a snail's pace towards my place of work. Running is a lot quicker and more efficient. You heard it here first. Walking is bullshit. That's from Lisa Gibbon, A2689902. In brackets, not my Twitter handle. No, she's gone all with me now on us again and given yeah, her a parkrun number. No, we don't care. No. Save it save it for the other one. <laughs> but Lisa, I kind of get what you're saying. Like, if I ever have yeah. to stop running for any reason, you know, like I've got a killer stitch or I'm injured, I'm just like, I cannot be arsed with walking back the way I came or walking. I often feel like that because I do, I walk quite far when I'm walking to work. I end up walking about two miles in total. I'm just thinking this would be so much easier if I just ran. This is so frustrating. So I, I get what you're saying, Lisa. Yeah, I think a little while ago, I can't remember why, I had to walk into Cardiff, and I usually run down or cycle down, and for whatever reason, I just walked down, I thought I'd just listen to the podcast on the way. It took me about 45 fucking minutes, it was just, it just took forever. I was just walking for ages, like, how am I still only here? Mm. I do completely understand that one, Lisa. Walking is bullshit. Walking is bullshit. You've heard it here first. Uh, before we go on to the Facebook messages, we have to talk about what's been all over Facebook this week. I'm sure everyone has seen it in the last week. Black Friday deals. Although, to be fair, normally I'm used to on Black Friday getting my emails inundated with Black Friday deals. Didn't get that many this year. I must have put a lot into junk last year. So, Have you been unsubscribing from all these junk emails? No, I think I just tell them to go to my junk files and let that sort out the other thing as well is that i got an okay. uber to the train station on friday and i got this uber about 11 o'clock 
And the Uber driver was saying, oh, we'll go this way because town's really busy. And I was like, why? He said, oh, it's Black Friday. They're all queuing to get into town and into their car parks. Uh, I thought, that's not something we really do here, is it? I wasn't. And also, the the internet exists. I've done all my Black Friday stuff, like my Christmas shopping online. Like, why are people still going to physical shops? What's wrong with them? There there were not a running thing here. There were people queuing at Aldi at 6 a.m. to buy a fucking carrot stuffed toy. Oh, yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ. Yeah. So anyway, um, this week, I've seen a 10k race, which is just through the woods. Uh, It's £28, and they had 20% off. The Great Manchester Run 10k, that's £38, and the half was on for £46. Both of those had 20% off as well. If they're offering that much off, it gives you an idea of the margins they're making on all the places normally. Because you can be damn sure they're still making a profit with 20% off. Yep, definitely. If they can afford to take 20% off a race, they shouldn't be charging you that, because that's just profit they're making. And £46 for a half marathon, £38 for a 10k... Okay, yeah, you've got to run through the streets and they have to close things down and everything, but there are better 10Ks. I'm sure there are better 10Ks you can do for less than £38. Even once you take 20% off that, what's that, 30 quid? That's still a lot for a 10K. Yep. <laughs> I can tell this, this affects you very deeply, so yep, I agree. <laughs> it is, yeah, like the four races I'm doing in these consecutive weeks, these four races are costing me £22. And there's no T-shirts I don't need, there's no medals I don't want, they're just giving me loads of food. That's so much better value to me. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Oh, fucking Black Friday. And of course now it'll be, when we release this on Bullshit Monday, that will also be Cyber Monday, because apparently that's a fucking thing as well. Which is pointless now, because Cyber Monday used to be when you got your online deals, wasn't it? But now, Black Friday, you also get online deals. Yeah, years ago it was because you had better internet at work than you had at home. This is how old this was. People would do their internet shopping at work on the Monday because they had the internet and they didn't have internet at home. But now it's still a thing, even though it's not a thing. And it's here because we don't fucking celebrate Thanksgiving. So there's no reason eh, till I get annoyed about these things. (sighs) Okay, moving on to Facebook. Uh, We asked for your running bullshit. And just like Amy a few weeks ago, the shit just came spilling out. (laughs) Couldn't stop it. Don't, don't tell me. You know what? I, I had to be near Papa John's the other day because I was oh, at, no. um, at the retail park in Cardiff and I saw it. And I just, it made me feel ill just looking at the building. Like, I'm done. Yeah. Papa is gone from my life, I think, for the foreseeable future. It's not happening. Anyway, back to Facebook. <laughs> James Smith says, Tremor for park run at the weekend, running along, and then suddenly hear a really loud pounding noise. I look behind and there are six or so stray horses running alongside the course and then veered across and disappeared off towards Tesco. Perhaps they'd heard about the slow serving in the queue afterwards. Yeah, I was there for that park run, and I was kind of um, a bit further forward than James. I, I saw the horse as well. There was the first horse that came across the path right behind me. So I just kind of looked off to my right as I was running past. I saw this kind of white shape coming down the hill, and it went across the path behind me because there was a bit of a gap. But yeah, that was interesting. And then there was a, a marshal who uh, moved himself to kind of stand near the horse just to make sure people were like, a bit calm and a bit quiet to go past it can i I've, I've never heard of a stray horse before well there are horses they get tied up in this field but they oh, tend to get loose fairly yeah. easily yeah i know what you mean i yeah i have seen a stray horse running down um an a road near cardiff before. yeah it wasn't just like a wild horse yeah i was, I was gonna say <laughs> yeah we don't have wild ponies uh, in tremorpha um so yeah that, that was kind of interesting to have a park run and like perhaps be trampled by a horse that's fun yeah Fun. That would have been good terrifying. way to go, though, isn't it? Uh, no, that would have been terrifying. I'm terrified of horses, so that would have been awful. Okay. Would have probably got a PB though. <laughs> Jen Evans has said, "Just watch the film Britney Runs a Marathon on Amazon Prime. Lots of running critique, shoes, clothes, lack of sweat, etc. But a funny film nonetheless. Oh, and watching films about running because I can't run since bollocking up my knee on the first of Feb, and that's bullshit. Uh, I haven't seen Britney Runs a Marathon yet." Hmm? No, I, yeah, hmm. I will probably watch it as well. That sounds like a, a good thing to watch. I know people have been talking about it. Definitely. First of February, that's a long time to be injured. Yeah, it is. That's probably as long as I haven't been running properly either. So I, I know the pain. <laughs> yeah, you do, yeah. Uh, well, what I did watch the other day was uh, the Nikki Spinks thing about the Barclay Marathon. Oh, 
Oh, is it a documentary that they've released? Yeah, or? it's about 40 minutes and it's on YouTube because I was spent oh, ages looking for it on Netflix and I couldn't find yeah. it. But yeah, I found it on uh, YouTube and it's actually quite good. Obviously, mm. it shows lots of Innovate shoes because it's made by them. Mm. But that's really interesting, actually. And it shows because I remember the there was a whole big thing about Nikki Spink. She's going to be the first woman to finish the Barkley Marathon or do the best ever. And she didn't get through the second lap. But actually, mm. when you watch it, you see why she didn't get through the second lap. It was horrendous. And there was no finishes that year. Am I right? Is that the year there was no, no, no. Yeah. No one got to the fifth lap. Really? Jesus. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it was so a nasty one. Is she going to go back and do it again, do you know? I'm sure she will, yeah, because yeah. she's pretty hardcore. And I'm yeah. sure she'll get an invite because she's one of the best women in the world. So Yeah, I think yeah. I might have seen actually on Instagram that she has had her invite. Well, it might have been someone else, but maybe because people are getting their invites by the look of it. So. Yeah. Oh, I suppose so, yeah, because it's the end of April or something, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So I don't know whether that was her or somebody else I followed, but yeah. Have you, have you had the letter yet? Not yet, but I'm still eagerly waiting. It's Sunday today, so no post today, but hopefully okay. tomorrow. All right, okay. Well, just remember when you move, make sure you get a redirect set up because you don't oh, want to miss it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. Tony Reeves says, IT band injuries are bullshit, especially mm. those picked up four miles into a half marathon and I'm too stubborn to stop. Ugh, three weeks off running and counting. Oh, mate, come on, don't do nine miles on a dodgy IT band. Come on. They're the most stubborn injuries to get rid of as well. Sorry That's to say. That's a nasty one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's lots of different, like, advice about that because I've heard from some some sources, like, you should foam roller your IT band because uh, it will no. help. And then other people are like, don't foam roller it, foam roller around it. And there's just so many different, from, you know in quotation marks legitimate sources like physiotherapists and so on there's so many different forms of advice and one advice will say well do this and the other advice will say well don't do this because it will make it worse and you're like ah yeah it band is such a really tight muscle anyway isn't it Mm. and it's not even a muscle is it it's like uh something else it's it's some other sort of material i don't know (laughs) (laughs) some other material you know i can't remember what it's called the scientific name but um a ligament no, a it's... A tendon. I don't know the difference, a fascia? A fascia? Is that a thing? The point is, the IT band is not a muscle, so that's part of the reason why you can't foam roller it. Um, okay. Physiotherapists or anyone with uh, a bit more than sub-average intelligence, get in touch and tell us what um, an IT band is. <laughs> Perhaps we should listen to a running podcast, see if there's some experts out there yeah, that know yeah. anything. Yeah, probably. That'd be good. <laughs> so Catherine Giles says, I've registered for two marathons over the past two years and I've done none of them. I psych myself out, which is bullshit, but I also don't train enough, which leads to me psyching myself out. <laughs> Catherine, I know, I know that feeling well. Um, I have two approaches to races. Fuck it. Let's run it and see, you know, if I can't finish, I'll stop, which not a good idea if you're injured because you won't stop. You'll finish that race once you've started. And that worked out well for me for Reykjavik half, which I wasn't really trained for, but I finished. I didn't injure myself, probably luckily. But yeah, I also do the other thing, which is not train at all and then not bother going because you think, well, I've paid my, my tax for not going. I've paid the race entry. You know, I've had my punishment financially, so let's just not bother. I know it's difficult. Yeah. Yeah, it's a tough one. But yeah, I- Psyching yourself out as well is kind of an unfortunate yeah. way to go. But then sometimes if you haven't trained, that is possibly the better decision not yeah. to race if you're, especially a marathon, because, you know, they are hard. And you will finish it. You will want to finish it once you start, even if you're, you know, you feel a bit of a niggle or whatever. It takes a lot of um, discipline to actually stop. <laughs> yeah, like Tony Reeves there is three weeks off running and counting now. Yeah. yeah don't yeah. do it. Don't do what Tony did. Jess Burge said, going to the physio for a bit of a hurty foot and being told not only do you have flat feet, but you also have frighteningly tight, inflexible calves, restricted movement in one hip, uneven muscle mass in your legs and one leg significantly weaker than the other. And I thought I'd be pleased not to have a stress fracture. Oh, that's a bad diagnosis. That's a bad series of diagnoses. I'm afraid I'm not surprised, though, because Jess is always injured. (laughs) Yeah, I wouldn't trust if... She went to the physio and they said she was fine. They'd be lying or they'd be incompetent. Jess is always injured. It's just the way things work. Yeah, yeah. She needs a whole new body, I think. (laughs) (laughs) We can rebuild her. (laughs) I've also got the flat feet and I've also got the frighteningly tight, inflexible, generally legs. But yeah, restricted movement, uneven muscle mass and one leg significantly weaker. Oh, that's a lot of physio to fix all that. Oh, good luck. 
Tessa Harbley says, trying to get changed discreetly at the car after a muddy woodland night run and being approached by a concerned resident, i.e. checking not doggers. <laughs> concerned or interested? <laughs> mm, were they just going to have a little look just to see what's going on? <laughs> I mean, sometimes you've got to take what you can get. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I can imagine that that must happen to a lot of um, trail runners that are getting changed in their car after a woodland night run. And I believe Woodland Night Run is a bit of a euphemism for something else. I'm certain that is. I was trying to get changed, officer. I'm a trail runner. That's why doggers keep some trail shoes in the back of their car. Ah, (laughs) Running is BS. Top tip. Always to keep your trail shoes in the car just in case. (laughs) Smart. Well done, Amy. Heather Morgan said, bee stings are bullshit. Got stung in the face. (laughs) It swelled up really bad. Had to hurt to run, so I stopped. Lost my mojo. Four weeks later, all I've done is park runs, and even that hurts. Now, running is bullshit. Well, for a start, Heather, running has always been bullshit, but thanks you for catching up. But a bee sting in the face. That's unpleasant. So how long did it hurt for? So you didn't run for four weeks because of a bee sting in the face? I just think she had to probably stop for a few days and yeah. just couldn't be asked. You know what it's like? Once you stop and you get out of your routine, you can't be asked to start again. Yeah, Heather, that that question wasn't said with any judgment because <laughs> that's been me for the last year. I got ill around Christmas and I was off for two weeks and I just completely lost that routine. And now here I am now. <laughs> Darren Wood shared a beautiful photo of a monster blister from his new orthotics. And I'm just looking now and that, that is, is disgusting. Nasty. Yeah. That is, that's a big one. Oh, did you pop it yourself, Darren? Because that's usually what people have to do, don't they? Put a little pin in there. It looks... Oh, it looks like it's been torn, actually. Yeah. Yeah. We did retweet it, but it's probably about a good inch and a half across the whole thing. But then the middle, kind of maybe a centimetre or so, is kind of torn and open. You can see the red raw skin underneath. That looks really sore. That's nice. And your toes do look a little... Yeah, cheers, Darren. Uh, Your toes, you do look a little dry there, your toes and the Mm. uh, ball of the feet there. Probably could do a little bit of moisturiser there, mm. I reckon. A little bit of foot care. But thank you for my new uh, phone background as well, Darren. That's yeah, terrific. <laughs> and also thank you for someone who's just started using orthotics as well. That's something I've got to look forward to. Hurrah! Hey. <laughs> Surely they're not working if that if it looks like that. Well, they might be solving another pain, but just creating a new one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably have to pay another £200 to get a, a different orthotic. <laughs> There's, oh, oh! you wanted non-blister orthotics. Oh, that'll be another £100, please. <laughs> and on Twitter, Nikki72 said, Strava bullshit is getting more kudos for a workday 5K than a Sunday 20-miler. Ultra training deserves more kudos. Yeah, I find some of the, the kudos and the kudos that you get on Strava quite strange. Because sometimes if I'll just like cycle two miles to a shop, like six people will like it or kudos it or whatever. I'm like, Why? Why Why are people making an effort? Because it's all about the timing on uh, Strava, you know, when you're nice. posting your stuff and when it's getting the most, if you most just eyes. If people just happen to be looking at it at that time, they just kind of click, yeah, 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 like, yeah. like, 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 whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, so look out for people's 20 milers, and especially Nikki's, apparently, because she needs more attention for those big runs. Yeah, exactly. She's just a bit of an attention whore, on Nikki. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, I am as well. But yeah, I just find it is. odd sometimes. I, see, I do you kudos a lot on Strava. I don't even look at Strava at the moment, but I do. I pretty okay, much yeah, if I upload a run. Do you, do you remember what Strava is? It's that thing, isn't it? It's that thing that does that thing. I don't know. The runners yeah, do. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah. Like, but I do when I have used it in days gone by. Um, I upload my run, and then the first couple of runs that appear below that, I just kudos it. I don't particularly look at it very often. I'm quite picky about mine. If it's a long run or a fast run, I will. Otherwise, I'm like, it's only like you running three miles. I don't care. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I don't really... The only reason why I use Strava is to chart my own progress. I'm not... This sounds bad, mm. but I don't really look at what other people are doing. I don't really have any interest in that. Yeah, I look at now and then. I'm just kind of curious sometimes if someone's mm. done some interesting runs. But yeah, I'm not that fast. No. Loopy Jane at Runner Runs. <laughs> which is what I had the other day. Um, I think myself. <laughs> I think myself that races are total BS. It's gone mental now. Races filling up within fifteen minutes, a year or so in advance. Um, more races going to ballot. It's BS and does my head in. I'm moving away from it and just running for fun. Um, Good for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I know that there's races now. There's. It seems to be like this weekend. I've seen about three races that have opened up for next year. Mm-hmm. And they're all the type of ones that fill within a couple of hours. There's mm-hmm. there's an eight mile one in January, which is 
no disrespect to the race. It's a it's a decent race, but it's nothing special. It's an eight mile race on country roads. I don't think the roads are closed. Uh, I suppose it's just that it's unusual being an eight mile race and it's kind of good at the beginning of marathon training season. But that sells out within like an hour or two. And I don't really under it only does because it does just because everyone says, oh, this sells out quick. And then the next year, oh, you better do this because it sells out quick. And now it's become a thing that it sells out quick. And I just don't really understand it. And I know races like that, they tend to have this habit of gradually creeping up their capacity. And they'll also release things like, oh, and we've got 100 extra entries or 1,000 extra entries this year. And it's like, yeah. you know they're going to be mad overcrowded, a lot of them as well. Yeah, so yeah, these races are just getting, they're so hard to get into. But I just think a lot of times they, they, they don't go that quickly because they're anything that special. No. It's just because it's become a thing now. Yeah. Like there's the yeah. one in summer, the relay race that we do. And like the evening that goes out, I'm sure we talked about it last time. You know what we need for this podcast? I said the other week, we need like a wiki or something to remember the things that we've talked about previously. Because I'm always like, I've probably said this before, but I just need, if someone could just create that quickly, just knock one up for the last 28 episodes of everything we've talked about, every anecdote, every race mentioned, that'd be great. Um, But yeah, this relay race, the evening of the entries is almost more exciting than the race because I think it was something like, 37 minutes or something mental mm. for 250 teams of three people to be signed mm. up it was absolutely crazy and a couple of years ago they had that issue with um was it visa yeah visa went down across europe yeah so it was only people with credit cards like mastercards that could uh but there were so many people calling their mum like i need your credit card number <laughs> uh also on twitter we, we, well we really hit a nerve with uh, danny norman when we posted a story from the guardian about men who feel threatened by women beating them at races yes this is still a thing and people have to write about it um he replied with a, a great thread actually about misogyny and social conditioning and how this is all kind of comes from horrible patriarchal culture that we have and how he'd actually been mocked himself by a woman because he was beaten by another woman at a park run and like why on earth should that matter why would anyone care yeah and you know it isn't just men that are making these comments it's also unfortunately women as well it's like that internalized misogyny in a way Um, yeah it's like oh you got beaten by a woman it's like well yes because she ran you are a woman (laughs) why would you say that because this man must be weak because he's not even as good as me or just like (laughs) who who cares like they ran you got beaten because they were better that's all that matters yeah, exactly. It's 2019. I know, I know. Oh. So thanks, Danny, for that. That was a really good thread. Harry Bryant also sent us a magnificent cut knee streaming with blood. A lovely picture you sent us on Facebook. Lovely little images that you send us, guys. They're Twitter. Fantastic. Yeah, Whatever. that will that will be my phone background after I've had um, the monkey foot on for a bit. So he tweeted, Hi, my name is Harry Bryant. You might remember me from previous running bullshit, such as falling over on the road in the dark and slashing your knees open. Tonight it was the woods, in the dark, gonna need new socks. 40 minutes in the hospital and six stitches later, he was back out with some antibiotics. It's a uh, decent cut, that, isn't it? Yeah, it's gnarly. It's really, and your sock is covered in blood. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Harry. Just stop running in the dark or get a decent headlamp, Harry. I mean... Yeah, come on, it's not hard. Don't fall over. Yeah, yeah, stop falling over, Harry. (laughs) But as you have, thank you very much for sending the photo in. We very much appreciate it. Love it. It's time for running bullshit, running bullshit news. It's time for running bullshit, running bullshit news. There we go. That's good. You rearranged the title of the the segment there, thanks. It's (laughs) It's the remix. Of course it is. Now, our story last week clearly got right under the skin of Max Carnage, who sent us a long email saying we didn't go far enough, criticising the blatantly Islamophobic judge applying an arbitrary standard to humiliate a young runner. Uh, This was the story, of course, about a cross-country runner who was wearing a hijab and was disqualified, um, but only told about the disqualification on the results board afterwards, even though she was disqualified before the race. The judge didn't actually tell her uh, just because she was breaking a, a fairly arbitrary uniform rule. So, of course, yeah, we absolutely agree. Um, We probably didn't go far enough because this guy was clearly being Islamophobic and a bit racist. Um, And he also slightly called me out for calling that judge a pussy because that's a bit of a gendered slur, which implies not being manly, you know, whatever being manly means, which is also fairly true. So I'll try not to use that one again. Thank you for out-snowflaking me, Max. (laughs) I think Max just got triggered by some legitimate (laughs) concerns about society. (laughs) Okay, boomer. <laughs> okay, boomer. 
Uh, no, I agree. I mean, the thing is, it's disgusting, isn't it? And I think a lot of people know it's disgusting. Um, we tried to keep things on the podcast quite light-hearted, but hopefully it was clear to people how disgusted we were. Um, yeah, it, it almost feels like it, you, you kind of don't need to go and rant that much about something like that because it's so blatantly and obviously stupid. I just don't know. It, you know, It's not going to do us any good by getting yeah. super angry about it here. I don't know. But yeah, you're right about... Call him a pussy, yeah, probably not the right word. You got told. <laughs> I, I got told, I got told. I'll accept, I'll accept it. <laughs> Nick Butter has just finished running a marathon in 196 countries. Um, it took him 22 months and cost around £1 million from fundraising and sponsors. Wow. On the way, he juggled 120 visas and nine passports and ran over 5,000 miles with over 5,000 people. And the bit you lot will enjoy is that he had food poisoning. Oh, fantastic. Uh, For 22 of those marathons, broke his elbow. What's your excuse? Come on. I know. I I sat in bed for a week when I had food poisoning. He was out running 22 marathons. Um, He broke his elbow after being hit by a car, was mugged, bit by a dog, and ran with a kidney infection. Jesus. (laughs) He plans to go on a world tour in 2020 to share his experiences with the obligatory book and documentary In the Making. That's insane. That's actually nine passports. Were they his nine? Pa- Who's? What does it mean? He's doing yeah. nine passports. Um, yeah, he went into a bit more detail in the article, and because he had to have all these visas, and because if you're jumping from country to country, and if, like, for example, you're jumping from one country to another country that doesn't like that country, you possibly don't want a stamp in your passport mm-hmm. that says you've been to these other countries in case they kind of pull you up on it. Mm-hmm. So I think you had to be quite careful, kind of politically about swapping you know if you go through a lot of you'd say the middle east and then you went somewhere else they mm. might not they might be suspicious of why you've been to all these countries mm-hmm. so we used different passports and had to have all these visas which is just an insane amount of planning it was two years of planning mm. and then 22 months and he flew something like two hundred and fifty thousand miles mm. over 400 flights just to run a marathon in every country which just seems like such a weird thing to do <laughs> not good for the environment I suppose going on a world tour in 2020 to share his experiences uh, of doing that and to keep spreading the word and raising awareness. That seems like a good thing. And the book yeah. will do well because that'll be an interesting book. Definitely. Yeah. 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 And maybe if he's offering some of the, the proceeds from that to his chosen charity, then that would be beneficial as well. Yeah. Um, thing is now for running news, we found this last year as well. This is obviously a bad time of year for running news because there's nothing really going on apart from me doing fell races. Um, so Runner's World has got the following stories for us on their front page. Um, we can choose from how to eat to give your gut health a boost. Being thankful comes with legit health benefits. Legit. Legit. Hate broccoli. Your DNA may be to blame. And these are the top 10 fitness trends for 2020. Which I looked at this, I thought, oh, that could be a fun thing for us to talk about. And I looked at it, and it's just like a different ways of training, which will apparently be in trend next year. And it was just like group training, being coached, gender-specific coaching, cross-training. I'm like, this this is just a list of ways to train. Yeah. And they were just yeah. like mostly the same, like weight training. Is that on trend? What? Yeah, I just didn't even understand the article, so we couldn't do that. But as I said, it's a quiet time of year for running news. But we've got to look forward to all the Christmas-related articles that Runners World... Oh, and January. January, Runners World rubbing their hands together. Those new (laughs) runners. All those new readers. Yeah, oh, God. Those naive new runners who think Runners World is the source of all their running needs. Yeah. I mean, it's where we get all our news from, so we shouldn't say anything really. I, I think we may have to do, like, a special episode of just runner's world in january <laughs> that would be enough content to fill up the whole thing we just read it aloud that's yeah, all we have yeah, to do basically yeah yeah that's the whole episode right there so that's the running bullshit news as amy's just renamed it uh, as much as it is for this year next up we've got double guest action well we've got two for the price of one this week as we speak to gary damer and dean smith from the behind the medal podcast uh, it's a podcast that i enjoy because it's a take on running that doesn't take itself seriously and it swears even more than we do so thank you guys for coming on and talking to us nice one, yeah thanks for having us yeah thank you very much thank you well it's always good you know we we've spoken to uh, danny from with me now before as well so it's always good to kind of support uh, other podcasts and because uh, we've talked about you before as well we've mentioned you on here i think the more people listen to podcasts and do running it's better for all of us so yeah, yeah let's help each other out 100 <laughs> percent. absolutely 
So first of all, if you tell us a bit about yourselves and why you started the podcast. Um, yeah, um, we, we've been running together now for, what, five, six years? Yeah, about, about that, yeah. Um, and the idea with starting the podcast was to sort of just chart our journey at the start of the year to the Madrid Marathon, uh, which we mm-hmm. did in, was that May, April? Yeah. Um, and so we started it just to sort of, a, a little bit of a vanity project, to be fair. We didn't really care if anyone listened yeah. to it. We just wanted to chart our successes uh, all the times Gary had shit himself in various <laughs> streets around the country. Um, we just thought it'd be a nice thing for us to to sit and have a little bit of remember. Um, but we, we got into it. And, and even like, I mean, podcaster to podcaster, it's, it, we like the technical stuff. We like getting yeah. things together mm-hmm. and figuring out how we can record. And when we've had guests on, we've been really excited to buy another pop guard and like all of these nerdy stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it's, it's, it started out as a way to chart our way to the Madrid Marathon, but we've just sort of continued because it's a good excuse to hang out as well. Yeah, well we, we, we originally said it'd be funny if us, ourselves and a few of our mates listened to it and enjoyed it, Yeah, and then it sort of yeah. turned into, we've had quite a few listeners who enjoy yeah. listening to us talking shit, so it's yeah. quite nice. Someone said the other day, someone tweeted saying that it's like earwigging on the bus, it's like, <laughs> it's like that they're not, we're not really, we don't really care if anyone else is listening, no. so we just chat, and if people do listen, then great, otherwise... Uh, it's, it's all right. We've had a nice afternoon. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what I thought actually when I started this and when I told Amy she was going to be part of it. I just kind of thought, I had no you know, choice. If, I had no choice. <laughs> <in the matter. laughs> no, no. I, I, I literally sent her a message on Messenger saying you have been chosen. <laughs> <laughs> that was all she knew. Um, and I thought like if people in our club listen to it, it'll be like a local thing and it'll be a laugh and it's kind yeah. of spread pretty well. So yeah, it's yeah. kind of a, a similar thing. Um, so since then, it's just kind of been. It is quite a personal kind of more podcast isn't it because it is kind of about you guys and it's about your running and the things that you've done but obviously you draw other people into it as well it's going to sound big but we were quite impressed with our own personal journey <laughs> <laughs> that we felt like we should talk a little bit about it because we've gone from zero to hero quite yeah. quick well you certainly had yeah well you as well so we wanted oh, to stop it <laughs> we wanted to document it a little bit yeah and then we realized but by us documenting it sort of put out there that it is possible for anyone to do that. Mm. I mean, I want to use my little sister as an example at the minute. She's literally about last month did a first half marathon and she's on about doing the Manchester marathon. Yeah. So I think even just those little nuggets of, well, they can do it, so why can't I? Yeah. Of us just putting our own personal journeys out there can spur other people on, I think. Yeah. And definitely towards the start of the podcast, we had a lot of more, we had more sketch stuff in there. We, we, we recorded, I recorded songs as if I was Justin Timberlake coming on to Gary. And we had all these Yeah, what happened to the songs? We were just, when I... You couldn't be asked. Of, I sort of wanted to fake, yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, 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 wrote, I wrote a full rap Lazy. to um, uh, Jay-Z's um, 99 Problems But A Bit Chain One. I changed it to 99 Problems And A Stitch Ain't One. Um, and I can't, so I can't do it. I can't do it justice. I just can't wrap it to any sort of degree of proficiency whatsoever. So I was like, I'm just going to leave that great song to, to, to be. Yeah. <laughs> I really want to hear it though with your shit rapping. Would you be shit? I, I can say it shit. You can't say it shit. No, but we, the, the songs will probably come back. But uh, yeah, the uh, the idea being was that if we introduced a bit of sketch stuff, because um, that's how me and Gary met. We met doing sketch comedy years ago. And so if we could put some sketch stuff into it to start with, then non-runners would hopefully enjoy it, but then hopefully stick around for the tales. Mm-hmm. Um, and that seems to have been what's happened. And some of those non-runners have now turned into runners. Yeah, weirdly enough. Which is cool. Yeah. So how did you guys start running then? Was it to train for a marathon? Did you have the idea to do a marathon first and start training? Or were you training before that anyway? Um, I I was, uh, I'm, I'm an actor and I was doing a, a TV job and I put on lots of weight because they feed you really, really, really well <laughs> if you want to, to feed. Um, and so I thought, I'm just going to lose a bit of weight, get a bit fit um, and just started doing 10Ks. Um, then uh, we, we'd hung out a few times at that point, but not lots. Yeah. Um, Gary was doing 5Ks, weren't you, part yeah. run. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it then one day, out of the blue, we got a text message from a mutual friend of ours saying that we owed him 70 quid because he booked us a place on the Tromso Marathon. Um, and so we then went, okay, fine, and we had to train for it. Um, so that's kind of how it all began. I guess I'm a yeah. runner now. Cool. Yeah, yeah it's literally like, that, wasn't it? Okay, sweet. <laughs> you want it? Yeah. <laughs> Go to the Arctic Circle for a bit of a jog. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, and, and that's kind of the, the, the idea of the first series of, um, of Behind the Medal was to just talk about our journey from start to, to finish um, and catch us up towards uh, the Madrid Marathon. 
um, and then series two, we're just we're taking more uh, concepts, yeah. aren't we? More yeah, ideas, yeah. trying to find some uh, guests and and stuff. But uh, yeah, the from from meeting um, and getting the marathon booked was in the January, wasn't it? And we ran it in know, the June. My memory's not like good to know when this happened. No, yeah, were you even there? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Got the skid marks to prove it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> On the streets, rated. So, what does the name mean? What does the name behind the medal mean? We we noticed that any kind of runs, a lot of it. When when you when you cross the finish line, you do the photo on social media. You do a really nice where you look fresh, mm-hmm. a nice medal with big smiley face. And we never sort of saw the journey behind what went into that. So that was where it sort of started. I did a couple of marathons where I was being sick at the end mm-hmm. and it just made us laugh that you never see that side of it like literally behind the medal what goes into yeah. the event the run the training and, and we'd done we'd done some half iron um, men uh, triathlons and after both of them I was pissing blood um, for like a little while afterwards and again these are things that terrified the life out of yeah, me yeah that's not good but then did a no, but then I did a bit of research, and it can absolutely happen when you just yeah. kick the shit out of your body like that. It has a yeah. physical reaction sometimes. Like when Gary does any form of run, something will leak out of him. Yeah. Um, and so we just thought, it's, it's good. It's, it's, you never hear that. You, you never, never hear, hear that hear side it. of it. This, I think that the, the youth of today, and I include all four of us in that, of course, yeah, yeah. Um, we are so obsessed with achievement. And I think sometimes Instagram culture social media, things like the X Factor, these are shortcuts to success and these are shortcuts to people seeming like they have a really lovely life. Mm-hmm. But that's not what life is. Life has to have all those struggles. If you want to get to the top of a mountain, you've got to climb it. You've got to piss blood. You've got to piss blood halfway up. <laughs> As the old saying goes. I mean, I mean strictly yeah, speaking, you don't have to piss blood. That's not obligatory. It's <laughs> a um, bonus. But we just thought that was a really... Yeah, exactly. We just thought it was a really uh, a nice idea for a podcast, especially because we don't take it particularly seriously. And the idea that two idiots from the north of England can achieve these things whilst going through all of the side effects of the races, it was was good content. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's always funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah, one of the things I really like mm. about the podcast, in kind of basically in stark contrast to ourselves, is the kind of the camaraderie that you have and the way you support each other. We don't do that at all. Um, so you you have a motto before your races of no heroes, which you do each time. Mm-hmm. What does that? What do you mean by that? Well, that's basically that. Even though we've sort of signed the signed up for these mammoth tasks, that there's no pressure or there's no sort of forcing that we have to finish it. You know what I mean? Yeah. We, he's just mentioned there the triathlons. Like I, we've done two or three now, and I pulled out of one because I, I wasn't fit enough and I wasn't in a good place. And it's just sort of that, really. No heroes. That you, there's no pressure to finish it. Yeah. We do it, you know, to keep us fit, yeah. to keep us sane. But if we feel like we need to pull out, you know, there's no. It's not the end of the world. Yeah. To not finish it, not complete it. Yeah, because you know you, you hear horror stories, uh, pretty much every London Marathon, any big race where people have had, you know, medical emergencies and stuff on the course. Yeah. And this is something that we do as a bit of a laugh and to sort of see each other more often than we would have done normally. So if we feel anything in our body, we stop because yeah. I'd much prefer to have tales to tell, you know, further mm-hmm. down the line than two or three minutes off me marathon time. Yeah, definitely. Um, and so, yeah, the No Heroes just reminds us that we are human um, and that we should just uh, apply to the rules of nature, all be, uh, even when you're shitting yourself in yeah. an ambulance afterwards. Also, I think it, it, it does make you drill home that these are huge things that we are undertaking. That's not, true. Not to be taken lightly either. Yeah. So it's just sort of a reminder of that, not to end up in an ambulance just for a fun day out, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not even that high a level, but we just did a, read out a tweet from someone who said he tweaked his IT band four miles into a half marathon and did the rest of it, and now he hasn't run for three weeks. And we're like, because yeah. it's hard to pull out of a race, isn't it? So yeah. hard, yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially when you've done all the training and it yeah. comes to that day where it, mm. something goes wrong. But then that's the perfect example, the, the detriment to then not being able to run yeah. or probably walk very healthily mm. for, for however long after. It's yeah. no heroes. Yeah. And that was, in, in Madrid, I uh, was not concentrating and smashed my knee off this bollard that came out of, jumped out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. um, and um, that was about mile 16, was it? 15, 16? And I managed to get around it, but the no heroes thing there was don't push myself, like make sure that, yeah. I mean, I, sh- I shuffled around slower than I'd ever done a marathon before, but it was the idea was just look after myself and see a nice city and then get home. Yeah. 
So no, no heroes is, is adaptable to your situation, I guess. Yeah. I suppose it's really useful, the fact that you've both got that saying to each other. I think on, on your own, you kind of don't want to let yourself down, but you've got someone there telling you, don't be a dick. You know, it's not worth it. Yeah. It's really useful to have that. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. definitely. It's an insight into what our relationship could be, Stuart, if only you were a bit more, well, a bit less of an arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> also, if you ever actually entered a race. Uh, right. True, well, to true. Be fair, I, I listened to your one a couple of weeks ago where you went on that horrific run through the hills of <laughs> wherever it was. Oh, was, yeah. that, was, that in, was that in Wales somewhere? The Snowdon one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Snowdonia. Yeah. Snowdonia, yeah. You were quite supportive there, Stuart. You sounded like you were quite empathetic to what sounds like a hell is. As much run. as I could be. It was only a little 10 mile trail run. It was all right. <laughs> only it sounded oh. pretty epic it sounded great yeah. you just cared about the content I think absolutely that's, <laughs> that's what it is now I, I, I bet you get the same now where you have a really shit run and you go oh that was shit actually I can get five minutes out of this 100% yeah. and there's times where I'm like send him a message or send him a voice note and he's like save it for the podcast yeah <laughs> so we go really we go longer now without talking so we can save it for the podcast yeah yeah, yeah. if I'd have rung Stuart when I was halfway up that mountain saying I'm really panicking I don't know where I am you'd be like save it for the podcast phone yeah. down <laughs> why would you have called me well exactly I wouldn't because you're not supportive I don't even see your <laughs> I'm not going anywhere else great <laughs> We can really fall out of this, aren't we? This is dangerous. <laughs> Sorry for bringing it up. Well, we've got even further now. We started to record ourselves and our inner thoughts whilst we're running. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Nothing yeah. It possibly escapes our tiny minds, and, and everyone has to be put through listening to us breathing heavily at mile 18. That was creepy, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, big time. That, I, I like well, the one that... that because one of the... This is a bit of behind the, uh, behind the scenes, behind the middle. One of the, the things that we ragged off Gary's phone from the Madrid Marathon was not intended for anyone to hear. It was, he sent it to his family, just him crying at the finish line. And I was like, we've got to use that, man. Yeah. I was like, we have to use that. <laughs> so we did. <laughs> well, like you said, you're keeping it honest. Yes, that's the real thing that happens. Absolutely. You've got to, aren't you? Because probably like yourselves, we used to listen to ones that were really serious about, about yeah. running, that you've yeah. got to hit these targets, you've got to wear this gear, yeah. you've got to be achieving these targets. Ten ways like... to extend your calf muscle. I don't oh, give a fuck. Yeah. Fuck off. I imagine. Yeah. Life's too short for that, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You want to fill your time with uh, convulsing in the back of ambulances, right, Gary? But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if you listen to these podcasts, you wouldn't yeah. just have full evacuations every race. My God, man. <laughs> it sounds like pretty much every race is bullshit for you but do you have any favorite races i've got two that i, I can't um decide between it's madrid just because it was such a great weekend yeah and i think probably the favorite my favorite place i've been to but the race itself was great it was just a good time with pals afterwards celebrating yeah. uh, and then chicago that I mean, that was that was amazing. That was yeah. such a great race. It, it was a bit too hot. It was like twenty eight degrees that one, so it was really hot. But it was a great route, a great crowd. Yeah, we were in Chicago, which is an amazing place. Yeah, so I, I, I love that. Them two for me have been yeah. top of the list. And we met Paula Radcliffe in um, met, Chicago. Yeah, we met Paula Radcliffe, so which was cool. cool. Yeah, she's big fans of ours. I think I think it was that way around. Wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> Um, she met you. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, one, one that sticks out for me it was um, those two, absolutely. But then I did the York Marathon, uh, 2014, I think. Uh, and it was my second ever marathon. And I got 318, um, which I didn't expect I could ever possibly do. But I was running around with um, some uh, football heroes of mine, Danny Mills and uh, Howard Webb and... Uh, Hannah Cockroft was there as well, Paralympian, and I just sort of ran along chatting to these guys, and then crossed the finish line. I went, "Oh Jesus Christ, it's three three eighteen. Um, so that'll always stand out. And I'm from Yorkshire as well, so that was always a nice one. But I think for I think like Gary said, a lot of the times we do this sort of thing for the after party, and so to earn your beers in Chicago and to earn your beers in in Madrid, those were two ridiculous weekends. Weren't yeah, they? we had we had a great one because it was only me and Dean went to Chicago. We did the yeah. run. I can't remember if it was the, the night of the run or the night after, but we were in this bar and it was packed, like it was hammered. There was a live band, it was loud and bustling. <laughs> and we both just sort of fell asleep. <laughs> we, were, we, were off, we were sat on the chair. We both must have dozed off at the same time for about five minutes. I woke up and went, 
Fucking hell, dude. I just fell asleep there. <laughs> he looked at me and so did I. <laughs> Both getting our heads down. Yeah. <laughs> Work out, play hard. Yeah. Okay, so we can do a little bit of a, a podcast mashup here. We're going to have like behind the bullshit. We're going to hijack one of your features a little bit and serve you up a little nice. bit of a slice of ginger wisdom. Nice. nice, nice, nice. Now, it's a running inspiration quote that I came up with completely accidentally because at the time I thought it, um, I thought of it and it, it worked completely literally. But then I thought about it. I thought you could stick this on a poster and it would work. So the quote is, you don't know you're running with the wind until you start running against it. Gary? Oh, there's going to be a lot of si- We have to edit out a lot of silence while I think about it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> say it again Sue I, like, I really like this it's, one of my favourite things about Ginger Wisdom yeah. is saying the quote and then watching literally watching Gary's head changing gear <laughs> going from right let me see how I can do that give us it again yeah. you don't know you're running with the wind until you start running against it oh I like that one oh. it's like speaking to the Dalai Lama isn't it it is it's just like that oh yeah yeah <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I certainly understand it but I don't uh, I, meant, I don't know if it's well, there's probably a deeper meaning there if you try your fucking hardest. <laughs> Come on, Gary. Um... <laughs> You're trying to make something up now. <laughs> I know, Stuart and Amy, I always have to put myself into the, the position. So if... Oh, I, oh, I don't know. He's like Joey, you known friends where he gets into the map. Wait, yeah, in yeah. London. That's Gary. When you started this question, yeah. Amy, you were like shaking your head. And, do you, are you on my side that we can't see any inspiration in this? What? I just think that it's the one sort of profound thing Stuart's probably ever said in his life, so yeah. he keeps bringing it up over and over yeah, yeah. again. <laughs> Maybe I'm missing some of that. I don't think it's profound. Sorry, Stuart. <laughs> All right. Well, the, the idea here, I think, is probably that... Help me out. You... Sometimes in life you struggle, right? How do you know that you're in a struggle until you have the joy and vice versa? How do you know that you're having a really nice period until it turns around? Oh, I see. So you could be coasting. Yeah, you think you're doing really yeah. well. You think everything's going easy. But is that, is that going easy for you because the wind's behind you? Because everything's on your side, but you haven't actually had the wind against you yet. Yeah. Well, you don't know how good things are until things go bad. You don't know what you've got till it's gone. I was going to say yeah. that's Johnny Mitchell, isn't it? Oh, yeah, oh that's <laughs> yeah. what I've done. I've just nicked it. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, oh, yeah. no, I get you know, in life, there's a lot of people that are running with the wind and have got no idea. I mean, again, not literally, figuratively, running with the wind. They've got no idea. They just think life's easy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh no, I do. I like that. That's good. We got there eventually. <laughs> It needed, it needed three adults to explain it to you, though. Yeah, but that's the trouble. I have to, I need the explanation. I can't just look at the quote on its own and it makes sense. Okay, it? all right. <laughs> yeah, we... I like that, though. Behind the ginger wisdom. The, behind yeah. the bullshit. No, the, behind the bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> hey. We're going to have magnets made and sold on our website, yeah. I think. Brilliant, yeah, do. It's going to be immortalised. I love how you've just gone for magnets. That's, that's your thing, yeah. for some reason. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, right, we're nearly done. Uh, the final question we always have to ask our guests is what is the most bullshit thing about running? Um, for me, it is getting. You'd you, you be talking about running. Oh, I've just. Uh, what are you doing next year? Oh, I've booked this marathon. I've just done this. Uh, what did you do this year? Oh, yeah, we got, you know, we've got a couple of sub fours. And people will always say, people will always come back to you and say, oh, yeah, it's easy for you. (laughs) You guys must have heard this before. It's, oh, it's easy for you. Yeah, it's easy for me because I train my ass off to enjoy myself and do this. You're a natural runner. Oh, you're a natural runner. Look at you. What do you you mean? (laughs) What do you mean you're a natural runner? I can walk, yeah, so I speed that up and I'm a runner. (laughs) For Christ's sake. Do you know what I mean? One of them, like, I mean, obviously I adore my family and friends but some of them turn around with this nonsense of oh it's dead easy for you what do you mean yeah, it's easy it's for not me? Oh. it's not easy for anyone yeah. can we team up on that one because i think mine's the exact same have an original thought gary for <laughs> god's sake somewhere <laughs> someone feed the meter for christ's sake <laughs> Good grief, man. <laughs> but that's what I was thinking anyway, because I hate that when he said, I got a cup for Christmas that said, Gary, born to run. 
I know. It's part, it's part of me going, oh, it's a really nice Christmas present, but at the same time, I'm going, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not born to run. I'm putting two and a half years of training and yeah. shitting myself and puking in order to be able to run. If anything, you're definitely not born to run if definitely your body's reacting like that. Exactly. That's a response. That's not a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, you should definitely be not running. You should you should stop two years ago. <laughs> Your body's like, what else can we do? Like... What else can we expel to make him stop? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do always say, well, maybe the, someone's trying to tell me to not run, but yeah. I'd ignore. It's the same old thing, isn't it? As soon as you cross the finish line, a couple of days later, you forget how much it hurts, and all you remember is how good it felt. How, you know, the crowd yeah. cheering you on, you forget about all the bad bits. And you've already burnt your pants, so they're gone. Yeah. You can't forget. Everything yeah. else is gone. It's born like, to, cool. you know, born to move at a moderate speed, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> born to jog. Yeah. Well, I, I, was, I thought you were going to say, because I, I always remember a couple of days before we go to get on the flight to Chicago or Madrid or Tromsø or wherever we did in Amsterdam, you always, I always text saying, oh, what, you know, have I missing anything packing-wise? We send each other packing lists. And on your packing list is always shave chest. So I'm always yeah. thinking, is it just because of this ridiculous amount of body hair you've got that just rubs and rubs and rubs? It's like he's wearing a jumper when he takes his shirt off. It's the weirdest thing. It's well, like he's got a real heavy oh, fisherman's jumper on. I have to. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I did. Thanks for broadcasting that out as well. No I do, worries, mate. I need to add a caveat because I feel like this makes the difference. I don't have a hairy back. For some reason, the hairy back is like borderline into weird, isn't it? If I've got a hairy chest and hairy arms. That's fine, but as soon as you've got a hairy back, everyone's a bit like, ooh. Do you not think? I'm just going to leave the silence here, so it's weird. Oh. <laughs> I, sh- I shave my chest because I feel like it's- the shirt isn't going to rub. I thought you were going to say for like wind resistance there. Yeah. <laughs> Aerodynamics. Yeah. <laughs> Although that you probably would take you. 10 minutes off my time if I shaved my arms. It would, wouldn't it? Yeah. Mate, that's your sub four. We'll just, we'll veep, we'll, is it, what is it, veep, what's it called? Veet. Veet. Veet? Yeah. I'll just, we'll just wax you straight, everything gone. You, you physically made me sweat, I've got sweat patches now talking about this. That's what, Manchester Marathon, we're going to strip you down, we're going to take every hair off your body and you'll slip through the air so quick, you'll be like a seal. <laughs> Deal. I'm up for it. Ace. Anything to get that sub for, I'm up for it. <laughs> well, that, that is a... Just a terrific way to end. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, if people want to listen to you behind the medal, uh, where can they find you? Uh, we're literally on every podcast platform, uh, Acast, iTunes, Spotify, Spotify yeah, Podbeam. Um, yeah, all of those. Uh, our Twitter is at Behind the Medal. Our Instagram is at Behind the Medal. Slow, uh, slow season this season, just as we're trying to pick up uh, yeah. towards uh, next year's marathon season. Yeah. But there's 16... Set of 16 or 17 very lovely episodes. We've got one in the bag ready to go. Hopefully before Christmas we'll re- release that onto the world. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, if, if you like running and swearing and bodily functions, uh, then uh, certainly <laughs> give us a go. Um, and yeah, hopefully we'll, uh, we'll retain a few of those people uh, and not, be, uh, not, them, not have them just be put off by all of our tales of yeah. Gary shaved like a seal running through the streets of Manchester. That was a good silver <laughs> <laughs> you could stick that on a fly and you could uh... exactly <laughs> you, you must have worked in marketing at some point that's perfect <laughs> cool, guys. thank you very much for being on thank, thank you thank you cheers guys so thank you very much to Gary and Dean make sure you go and listen to Behind the Medal after you've listened to this I mean obviously I guess now you've listened to it you're not going to listen to this before this because I've said it now and you'll have to you know I'm fine just go and listen to it it'll be fine uh, Amy are you going to do any running ever Tomorrow's the day, Monday. Well, today for oh, listeners. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I need to get back on it. Monday, you're you're back on it. I'm back on it. I'm back on it. Um I'll post something on my Instagram, on my Twitter, on my social medias. People oh will be able to go after this episode and see that I have been for a run. There will be evidence. Are you thinking morning or evening morning. run? Yeah, thing is morning run. I've been thinking evening run for most of this week and it hasn't happened, so I need to be thinking morning run. Okay. Okay, that's something it's to look forward happen. to. Amy's going to have a run. This is huge. Yeah. Are we on a break now until after Christmas? Yeah, that was. I was going to talk about that afterwards. We'll, but we'll, we'll, but we'll this leads into it because that's the thing. I'm going to, over the Christmas period, I'm going to go for runs and gather content. Okay. Good for you. Thank you. <laughs> Just in our break, this gives me the perfect opportunity to actually go and run and therefore be a valuable co-host whereas previously i've just been talking about my life and what's been going on and nothing to do with running so 
And yet you're still the popular one. Fuck you. <laughs> it's my natural charm and dashing good looks. Yeah. Um, so I've still got another couple of races coming up. As I said, I've got some cross country. It's in Bristol. So that's something to look forward to. Uh, that's a three lap one as well, though. Uh, fuck that. And I've also got another fell race called the Skirid, which is another stupid uphill and stupid downhill. And you've got a cat behind you. Yes. Yeah, he's got a bit of some water near the window so he can drink with a view. Just uh, That's what he's jumping oh, up for. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Oh, nice. Hi, Ralphie. <laughs> he's been a bit rude. Yeah. So there you go. Another couple of races for me coming up in December. What could be better? So, yeah, as you said, um, we're going to take an intentional break now because people will be going, oh, take another week off. All right. All right. An intentional break. So we're going to just basically miss one episode from our two weekly schedule. But we'll be back kind of between Christmas and New Year with a, a 2019 was bullshit episode. And we'll be gathering all of your comments about what made this year so terrible and sharing them and talking about next year. And I'm going to have to go back and listen to what our new year's resolutions works i think we made some i believe you were gonna fight a bear and kill a man i don't remember that i think we do have audio evidence of that okay there's still time there's still time there's still time we've got a whole month we've got a whole month i might be able to get both done at the same time yeah i won't tell you how but it will get done cool yeah so we will be asking people if you do want to get in touch with us if there's things you want to hear on the podcast uh, I was going to say things you don't want, but I don't want to hear criticisms, to be honest. No. I'm, I'll just ignore those. It's Christmas. Those things you want to hear. It's Christmas. Don't yeah, be mean be to us. Fucking nice. <laughs> so, yeah, things you want to hear, things you want to know more about, things we could change, all that kind of mm-hmm. thing. Um, let us know, because obviously we're always keen for feedback. You can tweet us at runningisbs. You can search for us on Facebook, runningisbullshit, or email runningisbull at gmail.com. Let us know what you think, and we'll see what we can do for next year. Bye, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Ho. If you want to get to the top of a mountain, you've got to climb it. You've got to piss blood. You've got to piss blood halfway up.